In your opinion, what is the worst curse word? A cloud. I'm never afraid to touch the butt. Where the hell did pickleball come from? There's always a party. Let's go pump. I've had enough of the fucking crap pumping the crowd up. Pump up the crowd. We're having a great time. <laughs> Life's a party. Welcome to the show parties. Hope you're having a great week. We're going to make your day just a little bit better. Yeah. And if you're listening at home, let's crack, crack a cold one. Let's, let's have a Ooh. good time today. As we always say on the show, if you're on the road, pull over because no drinking and driving. I'm drinking the White Claw, Hard Seltzer, Citrus, Yuzu, Smash. Honestly, if you ever want to be a guest on the show, our variety of alcohol in our fridge is phenomenal. You it can is. get whatever you want. You want a seltzer? You want a Guinness? You want a beer? You want multiple? Like, there's millions of seltzers we have. There's all a different Back flavors. to the Future drink in there. There's a Back to the Future drink for you. We got a uh, huge variety, so let us know. We you want to be a guest? We have everything but water. That's We, we don't have much water. We had no. a lovely guest, G. So if you haven't checked out his episode, he's a songwriter, singer-songwriter. It's a couple weeks back. Yeah, a couple weeks back. He came in here. Good for him. He's been sober for X amount of years. Hasn't had alcohol or anything recently. <laughs> uh, we go to get him something to drink. Gee, we have nothing but alcohol here. So <laughs> we have nothing to offer to you. So uh, we're not good influences to him. Uh, but we're matching today. We got our old Life's a Party merch. It's been like a Oh, year and a half, maybe? Because we did the we did this first drop like early in the beginning. Yeah. We appreciate anybody out there that has one. It's maybe a limited you're wearing edition. it. Maybe you're wearing it while listening. Limited edition. I see people wear these shirts all the time. We had a all buddy. We had a buddy of ours um, who was in Nashville. He met some guys from Impulsive. Yeah, was, he met some of the guys, and he was wearing a Life's a Party shirt. He was, was really representing dope. while he met the guys in Nashville. So that was dope. I have a friend who like wears the shirt to bed. So. I see her. She'll snap me every once in a while, so you'll see her life's a party it's shirt. It's the comfort colors. It's a comfortable shirt. People like the vibe. It's a good time. And then life's we did the party. Christmas shirts. We did Christmas, so uh, we did them last Christmas, so this Christmas, hopefully, we'll see them out and about again. But we do want to do another merch drop. It's just time trying to figure it out. If you have cool designs, if you're an artist, like let us know. We love to work with you. And you know, if you checked out last week, we had Brendan on the show. Big fan. That's what's awesome. He was a big fan of the show. And he was said uh, a couple weeks back, he said he had some ideas for merch for us. Yeah. And uh, one was he was realizing a lot of our sayings. He yes. was like, what are certain sayings you say? And it was like, little Johnny. Little Johnny, four loco girls. That was back in the day was one of our big, like, four loco girls. Balls I'm, to the wall. I mean, a donut. I mean, a donut. <laughs> There's some, you know, sayings we like to say here all the time on the show. And it would be cool, like, I'm thinking in my brain, like, if you went to go see a concert. If they weren't on tour, oh. it was like, what's their dates? Like the tour Ours dates. would say like our sayings. I like that. And then maybe like famous episode, like an episode we set it in. Like episode two, you know, uh, Four Local Girls. And then like the like, timestamp? Maybe something cool maybe. we could do. That would be dope. So stay tuned. We appreciate you guys listening to us every week. Uh, give us a like. Subscribe on YouTube. We just recently had a couple new reviews on Apple Podcasts, so we appreciate those. Shout yeah, out. definitely give us, you know, if you like the show, if you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, give us five stars. Um, you guys are the best, and let's get this thing started. We're going to start segment, fun questions to ask while at a party. Yeah, you could be drinking, you could be getting drunk, and sometimes people don't really know how to start a conversation. 
So these are kind of all over the place to be like, you can go in any direction. Yeah. And they're good convo starters. First one we got here is what's the weirdest movie that you've ever seen? Ooh. It's a lot of weird movies I've seen in my life. There is. We're like a movie podcast, entertainment podcast, talk movies a lot. It depends. You could go on the funny angle. So like for me, a super strange movie, but to me is super funny, but it's also deep. This is Bo Burnham inside. That's funny. So it's supposed to be funny, but at the end of the day, it's it's just a weird movie. Well, Bo Burnham's like a we he's a weird guy. He's got a lot going on. That movie, it was made during COVID. He like isolated himself for a year. Oh, that's what it is. If you've seen Inside, Ryan's dropping ping pong balls <laughs> on the set. My but balls if, finally dropped. Yeah, they did. Let's <laughs> give it up. My balls dropped, mom. <laughs> but Out of me. <laughs> I made it to the big leagues. <laughs> If you, life's a boy. Okay. <laughs> We're done. Let's move on. But Bo, if you've ever seen Bo Burnham's Inside, uh, it's on Netflix. Definitely check it out. It's one of the craziest movies you've ever seen. Um, he did the whole thing by himself. He like wrote the whole thing, edited it, shot it. Like it was, it's insane. So he he is one of those guys that's like really out there, but so like beautifully creative. Yeah. Um, one of my weird movies that I've seen was Eighth Grade, which is also by Bo Burnham. That's true, yeah. And you you enjoyed that movie, and I went to the movies to go see that when it came out, and it's about these girls who are going off to college, but they're experiencing that weird stage of their life of, like, maturing, so it's, like, the first time they get their period, or it's, like, oh, we're gonna have sex, and it's, like, it's just, like, a, it's a very awkward-feeling movie. I kind of relate it to um, Uncut Gems with Adam Sandler. Because that's a gambling movie, and like gamblers always feel anxious, like they're always trying to chase back that that money they lost, or they're maybe worrying about paying their bookie x amount of dollars and they don't have it. And during that whole movie of Uncut Gems, you feel very anxious because Adam Sandler's character is so anxious. So in relation to this movie with Bo Burnham in eighth grade, these girls are going through their awkward stage. So you feel that awkwardness, and the scenes are so awkward. So maybe that's why I think it's a weird movie. Um, like even when she was trying to hook up with his kid, like in the car, it's just, yeah, his message and his feeling that I got watching, I guess is what he wanted, which is why you probably rated a good movie. I think it's really good. Yeah. But it just was just a weird movie to me. I recently saw this movie. This is anything everywhere all at once. This is like a multiverse movie. It's like a woman. She has to kind of save like the world. And the problem is she's like going into different multiverses where she was different things. So in this world, she's a failure. She's like the worst version of herself. But then she's like a professional chef. She's like a movie star. She like she figures out she's going into different multiverses. Is it hard to follow? It's not, but it's just all over the place. And it's very interesting and definitely out there. Like it's an out there concept. What's that movie we did a review on? It was like peak COVID. Not peak COVID, but there was a few. There was like three movies playing in the box office. And me and you, we went to go see it. He's that famous director. Oh, Tenant. Tenant. That's another weird movie. Tenant is a weird movie. Christopher Nolan, that yeah. is. It's a weird movie. It's very hard to comprehend, especially for someone like me, who's not the brightest yeah, of the Ten- bunch. Tenant has a lot going on because of the way the time works in the film. Like yeah. it's it's not time travel, but it's like time. I forget what they call it, but it's a weird film for sure. I feel like that's a movie where it's like you have to watch it like not just twice, but like maybe that's, three, four yeah. times. Well, that's a lot of Christopher Nolan movies. What you else watch has he done? <laughs> he, Inception. Like yeah. Inception's a weird movie, but I literally think it's one of the best movies ever made. Um, Interstellar is another one where it's weird, but it it's super. It's just amazing. Like it's so well done. Yeah. Um, 
but there's some weird things about it. Remember when uh, we were talking about Christopher Nolan and I brought up Winnie the Pooh? Because I thought he directed <laughs> like Christopher the Robin. <laughs> <laughs> so, so stupid. That was actually during the show. All right, let's do the next one. The next one is, uh, I'm at a party. Paul, do you prefer the window seat or the aisle seat? Just came back from Ireland a couple weeks ago. Yes, we had an Ireland show. On the plane ride to Ireland, six and a half hour flight, I was in the aisle seat. Then, on the way back to the States, I got the window seat. Got to experience both. To me, I like, you know, I always, I feel like I drink a lot of liquids. I got to pee. True. In the movie theaters, I like taking the aisle. Like, Dang. that's for me. I like taking the aisle because I, I don't want to bother people or I, I know if I got to go, I just go. I don't got to, I just go real quick and I get back in my seat. But for a plane, not, I like to sleep in the plane. And the thing is, I don't like being in the aisle because if I sleep and someone's got to get up or I got to get myself up a lot, people got to keep moving. And then because I'm in the aisle, I can't really have anywhere to rest my head. <laughs> so I thought about this. You got to get I one said, of those airplane pillows. I, oh, I got those one. suck, first of all. They're amazing. No, they work. Oh, they suck. But here, but that's the thing. If you fall asleep, if you want something to rest on, window all the way, you got a better view. Yeah, I agree with window on planes and trains. But I'm also with you where, like, I'm at the point where, like, my bladder is a problem sometimes. <laughs> like, How old are you, 65? <laughs> yeah, my balls just dropped. Oh, that's true, yeah. That's true. But, uh, I'm at the age where I need to piss a lot. <laughs> so, like, when I go to, like, when I'm looking for concert tickets yeah. or I'm looking for baseball, ba- basketball, basketball, no, baseball dude, games, sporting events, I got to seats. Aisle seats, sporting events, I for have sure. to go aisle. And even movies, too. Because, like, movies, I don't know if we should talk about this, but I get, like, just like where we are in the country, I get very anxious. Like I'm always thinking about like what's my exit plan. Yeah. So that's always in my mind, and it's it's, it's a little bit of a problem recently. But like, um, I'm always have to be on the edge because like, oh, I gotta okay, where's the exit right there? I'm on the end. Boom, I'm out that door if some if shit hits the fans. So I say train window, plane window, other anywhere else aisle. Tom Segura has this funny like comedy bit where he's just like shitting on like older people who are on a plane who are like, oh, I got the window seat. Oh, a cloud. <laughs> oh, another cloud. Yeah, that's like these guys never seen a cloud before. It is true. Like, the window seat is really good for takeoff and landing. Other than that, I mean, you don't a see cloud. much. cloud. It's another cloud. <laughs> All right. In your opinion, yes. what is the worst curse word? And if people watch the show, they understand my we, feelings towards curse words. Do we, bleep th- we might have to bleep these out. How bad are they? They're pretty bad. But we I have just, a bad one. But we're not going to say the word. We can just use the letters. Like, if I say the C word is probably the worst. I think that's the worst word. But here's the thing. It's like the P word, the part of a woman, the P word. Okay, yeah. Isn't that just the same thing as the C word? Yeah, but no, but the, the C. Yeah, but why is that? Because it's hard. It's, <laughs> it's a hard feeling. <laughs> it just doesn't, it comes out of the mouth very harsh. And it? like, it's, it's like put in a, in a derogatory way. Can you compare it to, like, uh, we go from the woman's parts to the male parts? So the P word. That's not bad. Penis. That's not bad. But then it's the C word for that same part. Uh, eh, It's a little harsh, but, like, no, but I'm saying the women's part, C, is, like, harsh. But it means the same thing as the P word. It doesn't matter. It's, like, the (laughs) harshest thing. If someone says it, it makes me cringe. My ears, like, I I hate it. Um, Well, yeah, it's probably the worst. What else do you think? That's what I would pick. I mean, there's, and then I don't want to go down this road, but there's like, word, if you're like putting someone down and you're calling them certain words to put them down, 
Like, that's where it gets in the bad spot. But, like, in general, like, curse words, you could just curse and the word technically has no meaning. Yeah, like, why are most curse words just body parts? Do you realize that's true. that? Yeah, I agree. That's kind of weird. Like, why isn't it just, like, nose? <laughs> like, you're such a nose, dude. Well, because it doesn't mean anything. Like, you're such an asshole. Yeah, there you go. You don't think that? I feel like that's so weird. Asshole's probably the lightest curse word. It is, but it, it should be gross because it's, like, that's a terrible part of your body. Like, yeah. that's dirty. It's disgusting, but... Yeah, Asshole's probably, it should be, but it's like the most lenient. I don't know. Next one we got. What is uh, a non-dairy item that you think would make a great alternative to milk? Yeah, I don't know if there is another alternative. I'm a big milk guy, actually. Okay. But I've my brother told a story the other day where he was playing summer ball, and his team ran out of milk. So a buddy on his team alternated milk with water to use in a cereal. So this dude was eating, like, Frosted Flakes with, with water as the milk. That's disgusting. I feel it. But there's, there are alternatives. Like, you can, like, hot chocolate, for example, right? Right. Like, hot chocolate, you could use milk or you could use water. I think milk's going to taste better, no doubt. But the water's not terrible. Like, you could use it. Um, but well, for cereal. Yeah, that's gross. That's disgusting. And then I saw some video trending. I don't know if it was the NFL or NBA draft. Or the MO, uh, it might be the NFL draft, where this guy substituted his creamer, or I guess milk slash creamer, with mayonnaise. So he was he squirted the mayonnaise into his coffee as if it was the creamer, mixed it up and drank it. I mean, that is disgusting. I mean, it's it's just eggs and oil. I mean, how bad could it really be? Disgusting. It could be bad. Disgusting, producer. (laughs) We have. What's your hot take on a very popular movie or TV show, Paul? Mine, I'm going to Marvel. I'm going to Marvel. You're going to Marvel. So one of the I've, people put this movie down. They constantly put the movie down. They said it's one of the worst Marvel films, and I'm telling you, it's so underrated. It's just ridiculously underrated. This is Avengers: Age of Ultron. This is the second Avengers film. I don't know if I've ever seen. This that. is the one where they fight the robot Ultron. And he has like Ultron bots. Oh yeah. So yeah. everyone talks about how bad this movie is. Like it's doesn't. Why? What like, do they say that's bad about? They it? just say it's the not fight good. scenes aren't good. Or I don't know. No Storyline. They don't. Everyone doesn't like love this movie. And for me, some of the best scenes of the MCU are from the movie. The one scene when they're in Avengers Tower and all the Avengers are trying to lift Thor's hammer. It's one of the best scenes in the MCU. It actually shows like the characters getting to know each other and like interact with each other. It's a really like good character building scene. It's just funny. It's really creative. So that's an amazing scene. Ultron is a great villain. Um, uh, I forget what his first name is. It Dave Spader? The guy who um, voices him is like amazing. Ultron. It's just so menacing. And then the whole like the end of the world idea of using the country as a planet or uh, the country as a meteor to like basically end civilization i thought it was so interesting in a different like end of the world scenario so that was creative and at the same time but is that creative though it is like I, end of civilization i feel like it's like that's almost like every single avengers is like oh it's gonna be the end of civilization we must stop them you could like take yeah. no but that i mean that that's what was in the comics like that was part of it was like well that's always oh, the bad guy's agenda i guess yeah, you could well say. you could say he, wants, over the he world. wants to take yeah, over, take over yeah but he wanted to end humanity he was like i'm ending humanity so I, I just really like that. And then a lot of people were talking about how in Avengers Age of Ultron, it was really the last time ever we saw the core six Avengers fight together. Like, really fight together. It was They started that opening sequence so of who them was in that? the woods. 
that was like Iron Man, Captain America, the Hulk, Thor, Black Widow, and Hawkeye. So we saw them fight in the beginning of the film and that like through the woods. And then at the end of the film, when they added the Scarlet Witch on and they have Vision in there and they do this really cool shot of them, um, you know, right before they fight Ultron for the last time, it's like this gathering scene. That was the last time they ever fought together. And to me, that was one of the best fight sequences they had where they kind of went through all the camera movements and they're, they're going from character to character fighting the robots. There's like a lot of really good points to that movie and people just tear it down. What do you think the Avengers or just Marvel is like lacking? Like the Avengers films? Like I know mean? you like, always say like the Avengers have like a little bit of this, this, and that. Like is there anything that's like, you're like, oh, I wish they did this, you know? Maybe not. You, know, you just love it so much. I just love it. There's nothing <laughs> that I'm missing yet. You know, I'll figure it out. I, I got, you know, we always talk about. The but you never really critique it. Yeah, I mean, you, you just could. that good? No, I mean, there are things that aren't that great, for sure. Like, a lot of the Disney Plus shows currently hitting Disney Plus right now, like, aren't the best. Like, I don't love them. Like, people talk about how good Moon Knight was. I thought Moon Knight was okay. I didn't fall in love with it. I don't like the length of the episodes. I don't think they're good TV shows. Like, they're just extended movies. But I honestly feel like Moon Knight would have been, would have been a better movie. Yeah, but you also said that, like, Avengers Endgame, if that was, like, eight hours you'd watch it i would <laughs> so then why do you hate the longer version no because shows? i don't think they're good long like those tv shows they just didn't execute them they were just extending it just to make it a the problem series. is they weren't making tv like i forget one of the directors was talking about it oh it was the guy who does the boys i see what you're saying so i really like the boys on amazon prime um prime video and i think it's so good he was talking about how like He's like, oh, everyone's talking about making these, like, Marvel's doing these six-hour movies because they're doing, like, hour-long episodes and they're, like, six-hour movies. He's like, just make TV. Like, it's a TV show. Make TV. It'll be better. And The Boys is some of the best superhero TV I've ever seen. It's so good. And from, like, him saying that, I'm, I'm like, I'm totally with him. I said, okay, cool. Because for some reason, the Marvel, the Marvel Disney Plus shows, they feel off. Like, something just does not feel good with them where I would have loved to be able to see Moon Knight have his movie or like Miss Marvel have a movie and then do the origin story on a larger scale. Give it to me in two hours. And I think personally, I would have liked it and enjoyed it better than having them on a Disney Plus show. Makes sense. All right, my hot take on a very popular movie or TV show is I'm going to go there. I think that The Office is extremely overrated. I'm, I consider myself a comedy guy. I like to laugh. Like my go-to genre when I'm... Uh, surfing Netflix or like HBO Max, just comedy. Like I like to watch comedy movies, comedy shows, but like The Office just has like this like this humor that I just isn't for me. It's, it's not just, for everyone. Yeah, that's it's for just sure. not for me. Like when people say like, "Oh, well, you're the comedy guy. You make people laugh. Like you must love The Office. I can't believe you don't watch The Office." It's just like that kind of humor isn't like humor that I enjoy. And I was just wondering, Paul, I was gonna ask you, like, do you think sitcoms are like going out of business? I do. Yeah. You don't have the Seinfeld. You don't have the Friends, the Office. Like, what is the newer version of that? Like, I don't even know if they're making, like, Curb the Enthusiasm, I guess, is like a spinoff of Seinfeld. But I don't even think they're making sitcoms. I mean, Modern Family, is that a sitcom? Not really. It's shot. I mean, that's not on the air anymore. That ended. But, like. Like, Why do you think that is? It's just the way TV is gone, like, in in the direction where, uh, you know, people. What I really like, I mean, my favorite sitcoms of all time, I really like. Uh, How I Met Your Mother. I really like that 70s show. Um, Like, How I Met Your Mother has How I Met Your Father, which is on Hulu and is actually performing really well. So that's like a modern-day sitcom. Um, But I think there's just so much entertainment going on 
We always talk about it. Everyone's fighting for everyone's eyes. Where I think a lot of people like the longer dramatic stories. Like I love Stranger Things right now. Yeah. I'm still watching Stranger Things season four. And I just think it's some of the best television ever written. I really I'm a big fan of Lost when that ran. And I loved Breaking Bad. And like those those dramatic stories. But I like the sitcoms too. So I think it all depends on what you're in the mood for. Well, do you think uh, YouTubers and YouTube videos are kind of filling in that Might be, sitcom yeah. role? I mean, what's a sitcom? Like 30 minute episodes? Yeah. So if you can take that over to a YouTube, it's like a YouTube video. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, if you take a sitcom 30 minute show, it's only really 22 minutes of actual show. And then the other eight minutes is commercials. So you're still not. And, you even break that into more like if you ever watch um, a show on Nickelodeon, for example, like if you watch um, SpongeBob, SpongeBob is two 11 minute episodes Yeah, where like, it's just not enough where I think people are, they want this long form content that's super engaging, that's super high production value. And I think it's just moving into that realm. People still enjoy the 30 minutes, 25 minutes, uh, like shorter film material because I know like college kids especially like oh I'm gonna make a quick mac and cheese in between studying yeah. for this or I'm doing a quick home homework break let me eat my lunch while I'll do like a, I'll throw a 30 minute YouTube video on Mr Beast or something yeah and like they're not throwing on sitcoms but you used to and that was yeah, the thing true. right like if I was oh I was eating my lunch I remember my first my freshman year of college I would watch How I Met Your Mother. I watched yeah. that 70s show. I would eat, watch one episode, and then be done with it. I my feel like that's the purpose of like a sitcom or YouTube video. Yeah, it's just to fill time. Sitcoms aren't... The whole point of them is to be able to go in at any episode and be able to get the story. And, get, and yeah. then no matter what, like over a season, it might have an overarching story. Or like over the actual nine seasons, they might have a larger... Um, ep, you know, episodic story, but like you don't have to be locked in like no. Stranger Things. Like you can have, you can turn it on mid episode and, and kind of get what's have going it in on. the background, maybe, and be like, oh yeah, I know, I know where they're at. I know what the joke is. Or... Like I saw, so Glee, for example. Yeah, I saw my sister. We were on the way back from Ireland, and we're on the plane ride, and she's like playing a game on her phone, and then on her iPad, she's playing. Or she's watching Glee. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So she just had it on the background for her playing the game. She's watched Glee five or six times, like through. So, you know. Yeah, maybe YouTube videos are taking the sitcom uh, niche. I really wonder what you got for this one. Um, For (laughs) a little question, if you you don't know what to say at a party. (laughs) Uh, If a Disney character had a dating app, what what would something in their bio say? Why do I have to go first? I got a great one for this. All right, you go first. No, you go first. I want to hear what you got. All right, so um, we'll rock with my favorite, Goofy. Okay. Goofy's dating that by would be, I got a big ass head, but I can make you laugh. <laughs> let's go out. That's, <laughs> let's go out. Uh, that's, nice. I told you, Paul, I think comedy can get almost any, if you're a funny guy, you don't have to be the best of looking, but you can get some nines and tens out there if, if you're got funny the enough. humor, yeah, if you got the humor. I mean, data shows, funny guys can pull. Dad bods who, got a, who can make you laugh. But the, I'm starting to realize that um, girls are liking dad bods so much that, like, I don't even have a dad bod. <laughs> I have what is above a dad bod. Yeah. It's, it's like, because they're so acceptable. It's like, oh, girls actually like dad bods, but they like the certain, like, a dad bod. Yeah. Like, they're still in shape, but yeah. it's still a dad bod. It's like, I'm above that, ladies. But, you know, goofy pulls bitches. Yep. That's All right. True. So what's yours? Minus for Nemo. Oh, so mine is in in Nemo's bio, his uh, Tinder bio, for example, it would say, hi, I'm Nemo. 
I'm never afraid to touch the butt. <laughs> yeah, you found that on Google. No, it was you me. did not make that up. Don't There's worry about no it. That's Nemo's <laughs> Tinder bio. That's what you got there. He Googled that one. Nemo, baby, never afraid to touch Remember, that butt. One of, the, uh, one of the first episodes we did on this show was we did a uh, pickup line. We did Remember a whole that? show like on pickup lines. I remember the one I did. It was that was like over years ago, not years. It was like maybe two, it was like two years, ago. years ago. Two yeah. years ago. It was. Uh, remember when I I had the one where I was like, oh, sneeze, and I told like you sneeze. Oh yeah, I know this one. Can you sneeze? <laughs> I watched. Oh, I had a country accent. Yeah, it was country. It was country. Right, so sneeze again. Sneeze again. Two. Well, I say God bless you, but looks like he already did. <laughs> so stupid. Yo, put that away, bro. Put that away. Oh, uh, we we got another pickup line. He's got a pickup line. It says, "You can call me Nemo because I'm never afraid to touch him." <laughs> straight off Tumblr, like that's just straight Don't, off. Tumblr. I mean, we were here to you know <laughs> just make some jokes. So that's what I got for you. I'm goofy. I got a big ass head, but I can make you. You ain't finding that one on Google. No. <laughs> All right. So uh, I don't know if you fall down or uh, you hurt yourself a little bit, but a conversation you might talk to when you're uh, talk to someone else when Excuse you're drunk. Me. I know, getting a little drunk here myself. Uh, the most embarrassing fall you've ever had in your life? Uh, I've had many when I was drunk. I feel like that's the best time to fall. Yeah, we went to Punta Cana, the resort. Okay. And me and my buddy Vinny, we were there. We got up early for some reason. And we went to the bar, helped the bartender get the chairs down because we were ready to drink. So we're like, oh, we'll help you set up. Because yeah. the faster we set up, the faster you get us drinks. Eight o'clock in the morning. And we're, yeah, <laughs> and we're sitting poolside and we're just drinking for a while. And you know that feeling like right after you get up and you haven't been up in a while and you've been sitting there just pounding beers, taking a couple shots, and you get up and you realize, oh, fuck, I'm not okay right now. Uh, that's what happened to me. So I got up from the bar after sitting there for a while, no pee breaks or nothing, was there for probably two, three hours. I get up, I slip and fall in front of everybody, like I'm shirt off, like full beach mode, slip and fall in front of the whole resort. The resort knows that I should be flagged. Yeah, flag. Yeah, Come that was off. the beginning of the end of Ryan of that <laughs> that trip. Uh, do you fall out when you drink too? So I there's like been this running gag in my friend group that like I'm just always on the ground. Why, I, why like, is that? I don't understand. Um, like for example, we played badminton recently. You played badminton. I love badminton. I got first of all, badminton should not be Olympic sport. It it should be. It's really it competitive. should be. It's off, dude. If you play competitively badminton, I'm telling you, it's. There's a Dude. you got to be athletic, you got to be good. It's like Can it's I a whole other level. Where the head? Where the hell did pickleball come from? Dude, pickleball is blowing up. I feel like it came out of nowhere. It's like the cool thing to play pickleball now. It it's is just, it just like tennis. It's tennis, but just it's, a smaller court. It's a smaller court. I think there are a little different rules. Like, I don't know. I never lit. I've literally never played. Yeah, but, but I see like, it I everywhere. Like it came out of nowhere. Like, I've never TV, heard of it. Uh, our uh, yeah, it's on TV. I saw. Like our town, they took away half the basketball court and made it into a pickleball yeah, court. What's going like on? People were loving pickleball. The pickleball takeover. It's like I feel like it's more of like a bougie thing for adults. It's, it's like, oh, I'm gonna go play pickleball. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> oh, I don't want to be as athletic as tennis and be <laughs> like as sweat as much, so I'm just gonna play pickleball. I feel like pickleball is the new croquet. Croquet. <laughs> I guess so. Okay. Well, Paul's the fall down, man. I guess we'll go to the next one. Uh, what's the cringiest thing you've ever shared on social media? It's probably that Nemo pickup line that you got Whoa, going on. Oh, relax right? over there. That was a good pickup line. <laughs> um, I think if we really think about cringiest things, uh, we've talked about it on the show, but we used to make videos in middle school. 
Oh yeah. So we made old school mu- uh like lip sync videos. Yeah, they're really bad. In middle school where we danced and that was, you know, everyone talks about TikTok. And it's like people were dancing on TikTok. Honestly, we were dancing on YouTube when we were 12 to 15 years old. We would do like a was, call we do like a call you maybe music video. It was like 2011, <laughs> 12, right around there. So Call you maybe we did uh Rebecca Black Friday. We did. Getting down on Friday. Friday. We actually Let did Let me see you wobble. That yeah, was that a was, good one. Yeah, that was that was not a good one. <laughs> the wobble, well Dean came on for that. Our our buddy Dean and that wobble video, we were like 8th grade going to senior year of high school. Next thing you know, it's like first week of school and like classrooms are playing that wobble video of us. Making fun of us as that like a welcome true. to high school, welcome to the big leagues. Yeah. So it was very cringy back in the day making those dance videos. Do you remember we made a dance video, of Bruno Mars, but we freaking sang it at your house? Like we didn't lip sing it, like we actually that, uh, sang. That was um, yeah. Well, uh, today I don't feel like doing anything yes, or whatever yeah, that yeah, is. Yeah, that song. Brutal. My my cringy moments back. I mean, I was just like. My Facebook posts were just bad. Oh, it's it's amazing. I'm not gonna lie. I love how Facebook gives you like the updates. Oh, I hate no the re- so they give so I wake up every day. I get a Facebook <laughs> update of like, oh, this was your status ten years eight, ago, ten years ago. Yeah, and I have to delete it every time I get the like uh, notification. Like, here's an old status. Click delete. I have to delete. They're so bad, Paul. I have to delete everyone. I it see. is really interesting because I've seen a bunch where. I'm like, I was in my bag. It was like <laughs> I was me. Bag. I was so that was ten years ago. I'm like, okay, I was like 15. I was like, who hurt me? Because <laughs> they were depressing Facebook posts. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, what is going on? And then every every day I'm waking up with this old Facebook post um, of me maybe doing like writing a poem about being sad or people don't care about me or like how hard I was hurt. Or how you'll never forgive someone. It was like, dude, it was crazy. It's like really deep but that for was those middle school days, uh, and I feel like it's probably the same thing. It, I thought it. I think it moved to Twitter a little bit as we got like in, into high school because Twitter was really big for us in our high school. Subtweeting was big. You were Dang. a big subtweeter. People, people don't say, subtweet anymore. They don't do that. I don't think people subtweet anymore. I also realized that these kids nowadays. You don't see the the mirror selfie picture anymore. That was a big thing. Like that was everyone's profile picture was them with their MB Touch or uh, chocolate or Sidekick selfie. It showed your phone. It showed yeah, uh, those a lot are pretty brutal. I mean, looking back at those. But yeah, I, when was the last time I've seen a selfie? It's like these kids are just being more exposed to better things and growing up faster. It's just different. Yeah, yeah it's, it's just, just different. different. Do you miss AIM? No, I don't miss AIM. <laughs> You ever hear of AIM, producer Drew? Yeah. Uh, We've talked about AIM on the show. Instant AIM's, Messenger? I forget yeah. what the A is. America's Instant Messenger? AOL Instant Messenger. Yep. All right. Last one on this category. Converse, uh, conversation starter is out when you're at the bar or you're partying with friends. What's the funniest song you know all the lyrics to, Paul? There's a few. One, middle, going back to middle school. Mm-hmm. I just feel like as a middle school kid, I shouldn't have known all the lyrics to the no, song. Oh, dude, some of them are really bad. Really bad songs. Like Lollipop by Lil Wayne? Terrible. I let her lick the lollipop. Like, Ryan, 10-year-old 11-year-old Ryan, Ryan Paul were like, no, I let her lick the lollipop. Like, <laughs> what are we doing as a society right or, there? Remember we talked about Umbrella? Umbrella? No <laughs> Hands, like, Waka no, Flocka? No Hands. Terrible song. <laughs> no Hands. Uh, doesn't uh, Katy Perry have a song? Well, well, I kissed a girl and I liked it. Well, I, I can even think song. about like Ariana Grande coming out with uh, 34, 35. <laughs> and I'm like, there's these kids are probably like eight years old, like 34, 35. And I'm going to buy just, you a drink, yeah. little T-Pain. There are a I'm going to kick of, you home with me. 
a lot of songs in pop culture. Yeah. Even, wait, even Young Gravy. Did you see this interview he did recently? He was on a pod. He loves doing podcasts. Yeah. But Young Gravy was talking about how his new song, Betty, where he was making up lyrics and the studio just didn't like them. They thought they were like too vulgar. So he would change it up so that the, the older heads in the room wouldn't know what he meant. So you look into his first line. Where he's like, he's like, blow her back out or something. <laughs> Where he was changing the words. So it was like, yeah, nobody questioned that. They just, they, I'm talking fast. They don't realize what's going on. <laughs> but he said, sometimes they'll flag it. So then I'll have to change the lyrics. But he's like, I'll eventually put those lyrics back in the song and I'll get it by them eventually. But there are a lot of songs that are. It wasn't are me, dirty Shaggy. Minded. Like, it wasn't yeah. me. <laughs> There's a lot of dirty mind songs, man. Uh, and always the, the, uh, the, the response you had to like your parents, like, Brian, that's foul. Like, turn that off. It's like, mom, I like the beat. <laughs> I, like, I like to be the music make me feel good no. so my song was hot in here by oh, nelly dude so i hot knew hot in here <laughs> the back of my hand i love that song what about the milkshake, the milkshake oh that's a great song too oh you like the zoe 101 theme song i know you see me standing here i mean any of those dude Do i remember I it was actually super funny we were 12 years old we were at cooperstown yeah. oh you weren't there just kidding you weren't with me. No. But we were, I, I remember Just I was 12 years old with a bunch of friends, and we were at Cooperstown, and uh, they had like a TV in the corner, like a big box TV hanging in the corner. And I remember iCarly playing, and you had like, 20, like 25 guys who were 12 <laughs> years old screaming the iCarly theme song. And it was just, it was just what they loved, man. I know you, you see, see sometimes the world. Oh, uh, here's mine. Um, these are going to be ones that are going to bring back a good memory for you. Okay. Because you love these songs. Um, well, any Bo Burnham songs, we had no business. Talk about bad songs to know when you're little. Yeah. Uh, very, very bad songs to know as a kid. Any Bo Burnham songs. I forget the title of them. Uh, this one, Paul. Nice Guys Finish Less. Classic song. <laughs> Who sings that? Nigga Higga. <laughs> okay. Nice guys finish, finish last. That's why, why I treat you like trash. It's just what I don't know. But that's like the running joke. It was like nice guys finish last. So that's all be assholes. But that was literally one of the largest YouTube songs. That was like in YouTube's heyday. Um, that was original YouTube creator. His name was Nigga Higa. He was like the top of. <laughs> it's such a. It sounds so bad, but that was what his name was. Was that his actual name? Yeah. No. No. That was his username. Yeah. And he was like the number one YouTube person in the early 2010s. And he would make those funny. He would do comedy. Bits. There was like another song I remember he did. Uh, he did a bunch of comedy songs. Something yeah. about like cow and she looks like a cow in the that, dress. No, that is that song. Oh, that's a nice guys. Fans. The cows last. go moo. <laughs> And it's just, yeah, I mean, he was a great And uh, On a Boat. Yeah, On, a, on boat. a Boat. Is that Lonely, lo Lonely Island? Lonely Island. Lonely yeah, Island had a bunch of really good songs. I mean, we talked Dick in a Box. I got the Dick. One of the best SNL skits Dick of all time. Dick in a Box. And, then, and that's where Lonely Island came from. And they, you know, they did I'm On a Boat. Um, they done a, they've done a bunch of songs. Do you know the guy's songs. name? The guy who's like the head of Lonely Island? Uh, he's like in like top five SNL skits because he's in that one with the Andy Dick in the Sandberg. Box. He's in that with the yeah, Andy Samberg. He's in the Dick in a Box, and he's in that uh, famous SNL skit where he starts shooting everybody with the gun. Oh, and then it was like, then they play the sad music, and then <laughs> yeah, he would the, die, and then he would get up and shoot at people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, those are funny clips. But there you go. There's some uh, conversation stars, especially, especially if you're our age. If you're in the 23, 22 to 25, 26 age range, bring up those memories. You'll get into deep conversations. For sure. Right. Next thing, it's a segment idea I came up with. 
I told Ryan. <laughs> I mean, hypotheticals. Not, wow, what a great thing Paul came up with. Hypothetical questions we're going to uh, ask each other. We'll answer and uh, let us know at home. Think about the hypothetical question and what you would do. We'll All right, start first one boy. is, if you had the chance, would you want to be pain-free for the rest of your life? We're talking physical, not mentally pain-free. So physically pain-free. Um, I don't know if I would. Because like, I feel like I would be doing a lot of dumb shit, and I don't want to do a lot of dumb shit. Like, what does that mean? Like, I could just put my hand on a... Uh, like a, a stove a and not stove feel and anything? Just or just yeah, jump but, off the Empire State Building to get somewhere? Like, But then it's like, <laughs> there's like that positive message where it's like, sometimes, I think, don't parents like teach their kids to touch the stove? And it's like, oh, you burned your hand. You gotta like, learn those lessons Yeah, that's in how life. you learn yeah. lessons in life. So if you get rid of pain... You, you don't learn those lessons. You don't learn those valuable lessons. I feel like there's a lot of downside that we're not thinking of. That you know what I think be... about all the time? It's, and I get kind of sad about it. It's like, I'm going to feel pain again. Like, you know, like I'm going to get like hurt. Someday. You're going to hurt your arm. You're going to yeah. hurt. Yeah. Something's going to happen. I'm going to stub my toe. I'm going to cut my face. Like something's going to happen eventually. Um, <laughs> not looking forward to that. It's not the best way to live your life, <laughs> no, but that's... hypothetical here for you. Would you take a job offer that pays a hundred grand a week where you get to pay to sit in a pitch black room and do nothing all day? No. And I think we're both going to have similar answers in this. We're big in, we're both big in advocating for doing things that you love, no matter the money, the cost, et cetera. I feel like eventually it would just take too much of a mental like toll on you. Oh yeah. Where it's a lot of people talk about how, Oh, they're bored at work. And like, People always complain about that, and they're like, oh, I'd rather be busy because, like, the day goes by faster. That's why people – I think there's, like, a statistic out there where people are more likely to die sooner when they retire because they don't have that, like, itch to, like, be successful. Move. They're not move moving around. They're yeah, not they're doing stuff like, kind of thing. There's, like, no purpose. Like, at, a, at some point in our lives, no matter how rich you become, at some point money becomes, like, numbing. Yeah. And then, like, you realize that money isn't everything and that – the main focus of your life should be what's your purpose? Like what, what's your purpose in being on earth? Like what do you want to leave an everlasting message with the world? Like money becomes numb and at some point when you have so much, and we talked about it before, like the yeah. difference between billions and millions. Yeah. It's a big difference Crazy. for sure. Um, the next one is what would your first reaction be, Paul? If I told you that you had failed at something, would you quit? What, what am would I failing here? What am I failing? Uh, if I'm failing, I'm usually... You're shooting a video. You work a while on shooting that video. I failed. Doesn't perform well. The uh, newspaper, the tabloids are hammering it. It's not good, Paul. I feel like, I mean, failure, we... I don't know if we really ever talk about failure, but the importance of failure is like, no matter what in life, you need failure because it's going to, one, put you in check, and it's two, it's going to just make you want to be better. Yeah. And then so without failure... Without failure, you don't learn the lessons in life that like will make you be successful. Um, so I, if you're like, hey, I failed, be like, all right, cool. Like, what was it? What can I do? And I'm a big analytics guy. Like, I like to go back and kind of take apart things and realize, oh, why did this work poorly? What can I do to fix it? And then once I fix something, it makes me feel amazing. Yeah. It's like once I see success from a failure, it's one of the best feelings in the world. Well, that's what it is, right? It's like if you yeah. don't fail, there's no like good feeling when you be when you're successful. If you're just Good at everything, successful. There's no good feeling you get because you never failed. I saw this trending video the other day. Uh, it was with uh, Jordan Belfort, and this guy was explaining like how to be more confident in sales. Like I'm not a big sales guy. Like that was not something that I would always would ever want to do. Like 
work for com- commission and had to like go I knock on doors do and like sell solar or like have that hustle mentality in that space. Like that's yeah. not for me. But he said that one of the exercises that he does, which is very weird, but he'll go like shopping at like a store, whether it's like PacSun or just go clothes shopping. And then when he's going to check out, he'll just ask the lady or the guy working, he's like, can I get 10% off that item? And then like the answer, 95, 98% of the time is going to be no. But it's like the whole purpose of the exercise yeah. is just the you're willing to ask for something and then getting not, like it's shut learning down. Learning rejection. Yeah, learning rejection. Yeah. So that, that's the exercise. It's like, <laughs> yeah, you're gonna ask for ten percent, but you're, you're not gonna get it. So you're, but you're experiencing that feeling of being rejected. So then when you do go out and do something important, it's like you already felt rejection, so you're not scared to go try and ask. Yeah. No, that's awesome. That's important. Yeah. All right. What's the next one? Would you give up thirty years of your life in exchange for, uh, to save a stranger's life? So like, if you knew that. You could sacrifice your time, a part a part of your time on Earth to help someone out. Would you do it? I think it depends on the person. <laughs> if it was your mom, it'd be like yeah. Or if it was your significant other, it'd be like yeah. I think about that though sometimes. Do you? It's like you know the saying like I would take a bullet for you. But have you sat there and been like, would I really take a bullet for you? Like, <laughs> like if, that's a big decision. It, yeah. No, it's like it's easy to say. It's oh, like yeah. it's like actions speak louder than words. Like, oh, I'd take a bullet for you, man. I love you. It's like then the guy's holding the gun. And it's time to jump in front of him. You gotta jump in front of yeah. him. But my kind of outlook on those kind of things is like I would think that I would like in this scenario. My general answer is no. <laughs> I'm keeping that thirty years. But then I also think whether if it's like a family member and then like if they're younger than me. That's a good one. If they're younger. Like if it's like a young kid and it's like they're like 10, 8 years old, 6 years old. I'm 25. Like they haven't been able to live as long as the life I have been. So maybe at that time I'll jump in front of the bullet. But that's really the only like if they're younger than me, maybe I'll think about it. Have you seen the thing on TikTok where a guy will go up to random strangers in New York and he'll be like have a dollar. And he'll say, hey, do you want to keep the dollar or um, you can give it to someone else and I'll double it. Yeah. And a lot of people like double it. And then he goes to two, four dollars, eight dollars, 16. And I've seen him get up to like, I think like 130 bucks or right around like 200 dollars. And that's where people kind of be like, no, like I need the money. Like I'll take the 200 bucks. I saw a guy take six bucks the other day. (laughs) I hate that guy. It's like, no, just like Pat. Then I go in the comments and they're like, oh, I would have took it once it got over five, like or four. I'm not that guy. I would just keep going. If it was under hundred dollars, I'm just like pass it. But I feel like over hundred bucks, I I would think about it and be like, yeah, I could use a hundred a hundred dollars. But I always always say this, like I always get satisfaction given. Like I always enjoy. Like I think we did like a Christmas episode where it's like, do you prefer to give gifts or get gifts? Yeah. And we both like I like to see someone's reaction when they get a gift. Like I, it makes me feel good. So I would always double it unless it's like. A grand, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> if it gets up to a portion where you, you would benefit from it, then yeah, you'll take it. <laughs> would you take a pill, Paul, that allows you to not need sleep? We all know you people who watch the show, you have a sleeping problem. You just sleep like at the snap of a finger sometimes. So me, if I didn't need to sleep, I think I'd be, I would do it. Like if you were like, hey, everyone else is going to sleep. That would be insane. The greatest advantage of all time. If I didn't have to sleep and everyone else had to, that's an extra six to eight hours a day that I could take advantage of learning more, of getting ahead in life. Creating content. Creating stuff, right? Like, I could get ahead and have all this extra time to myself. The thing is, there's never enough hours in the day. 
But it's like an extra six hours a day. What's Holy cr- crap. What's crazy, though, is that like the greats, they sacrifice that sleep. It's like the Kobe Bryants, the Tom Brady's. Like they go to bed at like 11 and they're up at four. Like, and they're doing double workouts. So it's like people do sacrifice that. I'm with you. Like when I, at night, I'm like mad to go to bed. Like there's not a lot of times where I'm like, man, you know what? It was a long day. I'm excited to sleep for nine, 10 hours. It's like, I don't enjoy it. Like I don't enjoy going to bed. I'd rather go up and do something like life's life's short. Yeah, but I've, so they've asked, I've seen videos where it's been, they ask Gary V. They ask Elon Musk. They're like, how many hours of sleep do you get? And uh, I think Gary V gets, I don't know if he gets seven or eight. Elon says six. Elon's like, I need six hours. And he's like, any, you know, any more than that, I don't think is necessary. I heard like six is like the perfect. But he was like six hours, he gets to sleep, but he's like, you need that. Like if you, if you prive yourself or deprive yourself on sleep, then it's going to call, you're not going to be as mentally focused. You're not going to be as productive. And, and it affects, them, like, later days. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, production and, uh, yeah, like, being productive is money to them. So them not fulfilling their full potential is going to make them upset. And there's, like, a lot of things that are going to come with that. So you need the sleep. Like, the sleep is vital, but finding the right amount. Because uh, obviously, too, if you sleep too much, if you sleep, like, 10 hours or 12 hours, like, you can be groggy. You can have a lazy day because yeah. you're, you're over ex- – you're, like – even more exhausted. Like you ever take a nap? Like I've done that too, where I've been learning more about sleep and napping, where if you take a nap and like you go past a certain amount of time, like your body has a sleep cycle. Yeah. So, cause I didn't know that I've been learning about it. And that's why you take like a five to 15 minute nap or it's like, okay, then you have to go to at least a half an hour or like, it's okay. It's like, once you go past that, you got to go to at least 90 minutes or your body, when you wake up, you're going to be less productive and you're going to be groggy. So it's like, there are cycles that you have to go through. And for them, six hours is like, this is what I need. This is my most productive um, if I get six hours of sleep. And like to me, I'm like, that's interesting. But if you could cut out sleep in general, I'd be like, yeah, let's do it. No, that is really interesting. And I'm probably one that should probably look into those sleeping like habits. Cause I do understand it where it's like, oh, if you sleep an extra five minutes, like you can feel like so drowsy. But if you get like the per, let's like, well, it's like the whole thing with like getting into REM sleep. Yeah. Things like yeah. That. I should probably study into that because, like, I'm, I hate sleeping. I'm always up late, and I don't know. But uh, sleep's an important thing. It's just like being hungover for a day. You can waste that whole entire day if you don't get enough rest. I like this question. Which sport would you choose if you could be a professional athlete in any sport? So which sport would I choose to be a professional in? Uh, I feel like the, the smartest sport to choose would be baseball because Why? they have – Higher contracts, and it's money. less toll on your body. That's true. You're playing 162 games, but I mean, like, you're out there in the field. Like, you're not really, it's not football. It's not basketball. It's not really strenuous uh, physical activity. Um, it's longer seasons away from your family. Um, it's also more of a really mental game. Like, I think baseball is one of the toughest mental sports to play outside so of golf. Like, golf is probably the hardest mental sport to play. And then it's probably baseball. But the baseball money is is leaps and bounds better than the NFL. NBA is getting better with money, but MLB contracts are ideal. You're playing 162 games, less tear on your body. I think baseball is the move. If I could be a professional in any sport, it would be golf. Golf. It could because one, just to be so good that like when I go out with my friends, I would just demolish them. I think would be an amazing feeling. True. 
Uh, two, I but think... people would hate to play with you. Oh, they wouldn't want to play. Oh, I don't want to play with Paul. He's yeah, a but, professional. Yeah, but if we had a friend who was a professional, I feel like it kind of would be cool to play with him. And then get tips from him? Yeah, just like learn, but see the, how he plays. But like golf is cool and all, and it's also not taxing on your body. But not taxing on your body. I could play for a long time. I feel like the places, the travel's cool. You could be a pro, That's probably the sport where you could be the pro the longest. I mean, yeah, John oh, Daly's so. still playing. <laughs> Stuart Sink is still playing tournaments. Yeah. But, but it is a grind. Like, you may think, like, oh, it's you a play, mental grind, too. I mean, you're playing, uh, you're playing four rounds of golf weekly for the tournament. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You're playing 18 holes each day. You're walking. And then most guys, before they go out for their round for the tournament, they're at the driving range practicing three, two hours before. Tuesday, Wednesday are your, your prep rounds. Yeah, like you'll your, even go out Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah. You'll be at the, the driving range. You'll be around the greens. You're working the bunker. And then you'll go play another. They'll play like 36 rounds before the tournament even starts the day before. And then after they're done their round on Thursday, which is for the tournament, they'll go to the driving range again and work on their swing. So it is a grind. Yeah, but I feel like if you're a professional in any sport, it's a grind. But at golf, I could see, you know, I, I don't know. I think it would be pretty cool. Would you go to live tour? <laughs> That's, I mean, the money's there. Let's do it. You got to, really dude. You got to go for the money. Uh... But yeah, we're not going to get into that. No. All right, cool. That's Life's Party, baby. Uh, yes, ho- sir. Hope you had a great time listening. We appreciate you guys. Uh, make sure to follow us, subscribe, give us a big thumbs up on a video. We appreciate it. As always, music. Take us out. Peace. See you later.